Hello everybody, my name is Trevor G. Blake and I think tonight I was set the biggest challenge I've been set in a long time and I was asked to make a video in 20 minutes or less and ideally between 7 and 20 minutes which apparently is the YouTube attention span about how to deal with grief. Now put into perspective that I'm a pragmatic businessman but I do believe that quantum physics and spirituality and business or art or music, but adventure, have all come together at the same time. And this is an amazing time to be alive where these things are no longer mutually exclusive, but cumulative. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think I'm at the spearhead of this. And that's why I do what I do, because I don't need the money, obviously, because I'm a successful businessman, as people identify success. But my mother always taught me to do the right thing no matter what, and I think I'm doing the right thing by sharing the videos I'm sharing and talking about the things I'm talking. And I encourage you to share too. So you don't need to do it for me. I don't need your money. Um, but do it for other people, because there's probably loads of people out there who need to hear some of the things that we discuss or I discuss with you on these YouTube videos. And so the challenge I've got is to discuss dealing with grief in 20 minutes or less. It feels like a really tough school exam, you know? Um, and at first when I was asked this, I, I, was, I was a bit indignant because I'm going through grief, right? So my wife died in December last year. We were happily married. I can't say that. We were in love, like the first day we ever met, soulmates madly in love from the first second, the first moment that we ever met, we still were like that until the last moment of the physical experience of us two together. I have since been on a crusade to build a psychic bridge back to my wife and I've had lots of successes that I am journaling in trevorgblade.com and the transformation course and the guild that we have, which is our membership of a group of wizards. And it's beautiful. I'm not the only one. There's loads of people doing it and people far more experienced and skilled at it than I am, but I am learning new skills and I'm starting to become proficient at building the psychic bridge back to Lynn. So I've had lots of conversations with Lynn since, lots of experiences since, a lot of them mostly funny, which was Lynn, because she had an amazing sense of humor and played a lot of practical jokes, which she's doing now. Um, so I've had a fantastic experience and I think because I've had this fantastic experience of building the psychic bridge back and I'm not diminishing the pain of grief. So if you're fresh to grief or you're in grief and by fresh I mean it could be like the first day or it could be 20 years later. I don't think it goes away. I think it becomes part of our human experience. I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm not a psychologist but I do know what it feels like. And so I don't ever expect in the rest of my life for me to feel less pain than I feel right now. But I've found ways to react to the pain using the tools and techniques that I teach in transformation and trevorgblake.com to raise my vibration to the point where I can do my part in building the psychic bridge so that we can connect and communicate. And it's been an incredible experience. And if you want me to share it, I'd be happy to share it, but I don't feel qualified to share it, if you know what I mean, because I am going through the process. But I think the person that sent me the challenge is very smart and knew that I would be indignant about it, because how can you distill in 20 minutes or less 
what philosophers and scientists and sages and teachers and religious icons and you know have tried they spent their whole lives and many lives trying to figure out how do we deal with grief and never succeeding because i don't think it's something that you deal with you know kind meaning people will say it's time to move on you need to let go life is for the living and every time they say these things and they're well-meaning when they say them but every time they say them all you want to do is cut their heads off Nothing could be more insulting than that because they show a complete lack of understanding of what the pain is like. And the pain is real. The pain is physical. It's so physical that six weeks after my wife died, I had a myocardial infarction and didn't realize. I had a physical pain. It was like a dagger going through my heart. And I described it to somebody across the table. Somebody took me out for lunch. And I explained what it's like. And I said, I'm having it now. It feels like a physical pain as I'm talking about it. And then nine months later, I find out not only was it a physical pain, it was a physical reflection of the pain I was going through. And there's damage there and scars there. It's okay. It's not a big deal. I will live to be a grumpy old man, as I always promised Lynn I would do. But it's a real thing. And it's not something you can distill in 20 minutes. And it would be insulting and condescending to think that I could sit on a YouTube video and in 20 minutes be of any benefit to someone else. So I walked away from the task until now. And I'm not one to shy away from a challenge. And I couldn't figure this challenge out, which shows you how clever the person is that set the challenge. And so I always do what I do when I face an impossible challenge. I meditate. And so I meditated for about 30 minutes. And by meditation, I don't mean, you know, putting on a purple kaftan and climbing Mount Everest and sitting on a pointed rock. I'm not talking about that type of meditation. I'm saying just sitting quietly in a darkened corner by myself, no electronics on, no noise, just sitting and dwelling. And at the end of it, I thought, you know what? I'll do it this way. And so this is my response to the person that sent me this challenge to talk about grief in a way that's beneficial for people who are grieving in 20 minutes or less. And I, and I had a poem came out of my head, not a great poem, a rhyming poem, which are always the cheapest, most cowardly type of poem, if you like. Um, but if it's of use to you, then I'm glad that I came with it, came up with it. And that's all my expectations are of this video. I'm not asking you to do anything or to think anything or anything else other than the fact that by hearing this short poem, if I'm brave enough to call it a poem, this, this rhyme, know that I know what you're going through. Know that I'm no help and that it's okay for you to vent and it's okay for you to feel the way you feel and nobody, however well-meaning they might think they're being, can try to make you cut the cord from the person you love who has simply transitioned to a different dimension. They haven't left. There is no loss. It's hard to be three-dimensional, five-sensory knowing that the person who's left is no longer three-dimensional, five-sensory, but is still here. And we know this, 
we know it intuitively, we know it genetically, we know it, we just know it. But it's really hard to know it and not know how to connect and communicate. My wife is clairaudient and clairvoyant, and so that's an advantage that I have that a lot of people don't have. So she comes through to me and she educates me still, like she did when we were physical together. She was always my teacher. And she's told me to do certain things and behave in a certain way and think a certain way and raise my vibration in a certain way. And I'm very lucky because of that. And maybe she's behind this rhyming poem. So let me read it. I wrote it down as soon as I finished my meditation. So excuse me, I never read stuff. I always, and I never script, but I don't want to miss a word. So I believe that this comes from Lynn to you. And if this is of any benefit whatsoever, then my job is done. And that's it really. And so she said, Lynn said, in response to how do I feel? Don't tell me you are sorry for my loss. Don't project on me your own fears. It protects you with superficial gloss. Allow me to have my real fears. Don't tell me that life is for the living or patronize, I must move on. Living and dying are ever joining. Together they become as one. I cannot imagine life without Len. What reason would I ever need? This is not the end, but where we begin. Sowing new spiritual seed. Quantum entanglement means we connect. All together through time and space. Transition is but a veil that protects. A loving forever in grace. I love that last line. A loving forever in grace. So I don't know if these are my words out of my brain or Lynn's words out of her spirit, but I hope it's of some use to somebody out there. And if it's, if, if this video gets watched 20 million times and only one person gets something out of it, then I have achieved my expectations of it. And I hope I've also risen to the challenge.